Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Real spoilers powered by reviewstl.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 522. The not necessarily the box office (laughs) report for the week ending November 3rd. 2019. We made it out of October, I guess. Oh, yesterday would have been my wedding anniversary. I was, you know, I we <laughs> we talk about news and announcements on this show. I feel like there's a big announcement. My that, lack uh, of a wedding anniversary no, from the last uh, first one. No. Oh, okay. I feel like it's almost as joyous occasion. <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost. Congratulations to uh, our very own Kevin Brackett, who Thank apparently you. is still fertile. Yeah. We, who, who knew? Well, he sits so close to that monitor. <laughs> you never know. Still working. Well, so, you, you did start start out the show in a radioactive bunker. That's I true. know. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah. Is yeah. If I took so long, we'd I been married. You know. I didn't care because I already had a vasectomy at that point. So I'm like, whatever. You're like double insurance. Right. So we've had, let's see, one. Maybe I'll get spider two, powers. Two. We had two marriages end. We had one that was on life support at the very beginning of the show. <laughs> uh, we've had one marriage, two marriages, three marriages. Baby's born. We've had my my youngest was born. Yours is on the way. Blake. Blake had two in the process. Yeah. What a weird. Did Dan? I don't know if it was, did, no, uh, was no. she already born at the yeah, very she's beginning. The same age, she's the same age as Bella. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just a, what a weird journey. This Interesting. Pod- yeah. <laughs> I will be adding no children to the equation. <laughs> I can you assure added a marriage. you. I added a marriage. You added a marriage. And you added a stepdaughter. So that counts. Okay. But yeah, we'll count it. But it's not. But he got you know, to fast forward through all true. that easy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh yes. There's there's nothing easier than a 13 year old girl, Brian. Uh, Brian. Brian. That's my son. There's nothing easier than a 13 year old girl, Kevin. It's close. My middle name's Ryan. So there we go. Kind of Ryan. Close. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. Fair enough. Fair even enough. though you didn't think of that, but yeah. So congratulations. Yes. Thank congratulations. you very much. Yeah. Uh, so you will hear me in about six months or so, coming in the day after getting no sleep. You know, baby up all night. It's funny you think you're going to be here. What do you mean? Until Katie's like, you're not going. I'm like, well, fair enough. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she'll love me. This one actually doesn't mind me going to podcast. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the funny part Until is we were, doing, we were doing it in his house. Yeah. Like, that's that's where that one was at. <laughs> where she was like, I don't want you doing it. I'm just... 
I'm he's like, to, but I'm it's, to the basement. it's it's just a flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just go downstairs and I'll, not podcast. I'll go do laundry. Yeah. Quote, yeah. I'll be up. I'll be down there for four hours. I, you know what? Jeez, it was right next door. I should have just like folded stuff during the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I could have done that. I could have just walked away instead of a Tom's pee break. Like I could have gotten a load of laundry. I could have oh, folded. The buzzer went off. I gotta go. I was younger then. I didn't have That's to pee true. as much. That's fair. You know. Yeah. And to be fair, I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say. You, yeah, yeah, you're doing all right. I'm yeah. much happier. Yeah. Now, yeah it just so. just leads to the next thing. Yep. There's That's always. Right. They're always moving the goalposts, people like that. Trust me. I know. Oh, totally. No, in retrospect, if you've been through a divorce and you, you get all these reasons for things you didn't do right or whatever, sure. and then you're like, yeah, but okay, I'll do that. And then it's like, and then you do it. And then, and then it's like, it. nope. Nope, not, not good, good enough. enough. Yep. Now it's this. Okay, I'll do that. Nope. It's like, no, that wasn't the reason. <laughs> yeah. it's, there were other reasons yeah. going on. Right. So then it's like, how about this? Get out. Yeah, right. <laughs> I still remember. While we're taking a stroll down divorce memory lane, the the best moment is just when when you're uh, when they re- when they really fully realize that you're done and right. they no longer have any control over you like they used to. Yeah, like j- they just it's like uh, what is it? it's like. Ra- what Ralph Wiggum? You can see the exact moment when his heart. <laughs> broke. It's like not that her heart broke, but just was like she right. was just shocked that right. it was just like. Yeah, yeah. I, I still remember the 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 thing I said that that we were on the phone because I was just like I'm going to the bank and closing out our checking ah. account, and you're getting your half and I'm keeping mine, and you can go to hell. Go away. And she's and I it, and and I was like it's either that or I don't even remember what it was like we're gonna go to counseling or you're gonna stop you know. That other guy. I don't know what ultimatum I was issuing at that point. You but had so many options. There were so many. You're going to stop smoking the math. I don't know. There was, a, and I was just like, I remember I was on the phone. And I was just like, I'm on my way to the bank, bitch. You enter, you out. You enter, you out. And she's just like, ah, you're not really going to do this. And I was like, watch me. Oh, she, she didn't think that she didn't, you would. She actually, thought I was bluffing. And, pull the trigger. And she's like, uh, she's like, oh, so, so you're telling me, you're telling me that you want a divorce. And I was like, bitch, I masturbate to the thought of divorcing you. And I hung up, she went, she went into the bank, cleared it. out the checking account. Get, and I was like, divide it in two. And they were like, there's an extra penny. I'm like, she can have it. <laughs> no, split it. Yeah, because that's what she's worth. Get out of penny shop it in half. Yeah. But she thought that after all, that that you were gonna just stay married i don't know like, what you I thought mean, what i don't know like the years just- i don't know if, i know i don't know if i've told you this story i know i haven't told this story in the podcast so the bank where i bank right like my mom was on was like really involved with the bank and she like did their printing and knew all the board of directors and she sat on their financial board she was deceased at this point and i walk into the bank and this lady who had been like one of her best friends like I'm in there like closing out my account and she comes out and she's like, you guys have banked here for like 50 years. Oh, Why are sure, sure. And so she's like coming to my office and she's like, what's going on? She's like, Tommy, what's going on? And I was like, I'm like, I'm done with Dawn and we're I'm leaving and and I just need my money and and just she can have her half. And uh, and she looks at me and she's like, 
your mother said this would happen. <laughs> and she reaches over and pulls out a folder like she'd been waiting for what? the day. And she's like, like here, Indiana Jones. S- sign here and here and here. No And she way. gives me a check. And she's like, would you like to just roll this into another account with us? And I was like, sure. And so. Oh, my like, God. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. my God. That is crazy. <laughs> pull out a file folder. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, with, good, the, with the correct date that, on yeah, it. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's some really national treasure stuff. I know, right? Like, like, you found the access point in the president's desk yeah has everything you needed right there yeah uh, wow well, yeah, good, good times i was i uh i think i got served with divorce papers like the like two weeks after we started yeah and then it didn't happen so well, clearly yeah, yeah. one well, actually so how'd you reel actually, that back in uh you don't I normally did, get that I toothpaste got, back in the I tube got sober okay <laughs> yeah. And that was pretty much the bit. I mean, oh, you, so okay, so you weren't sober yet. No, this explains Man of Steel. Uh, so, <laughs> no, no, so I, sh- there it is. I, 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 I swear, I got sober two days. Like I stopped drinking like two days before we started the podcast. Yeah, but it's still in your system. It's still there. You know what yes, I mean? Absolutely. It takes a while yeah. to get. No, but I'm I, trying to I, give I you was, an out. No, man. no, it's fine. Like it, it's. That's how I knew he sounded drunk when he said I love everything <laughs> about it. Oh my god! That's how we did. Like we figure out how long I've been sober. Yeah, is like where we are. How many? How many years? How many episodes? Yes. you measure your sobriety in <laughs> episodes, episodes. Not, not days, not days or years. Yeah, <laughs> wow. And you measure it in milestones. Milestones. Yeah, <laughs> gonna give me some some kidney stones. Yeah. The way I. Drinks that well, I'm talking to Tom, so yeah, like yeah. I, I'm Tom our, is just one big kidney stone. <laughs> it's it's eight seventeen a.m. and I am on my fourth <laughs> oh my can of God. soda. In my defense, I've be been fair, up all night. Be fair, yeah. is daylight savings time. Yeah. So okay, you yeah. carry the four. Yeah. It's fine. So, uh, Lord knows Tripped you down memory lane. Lord knows you know a lot about us, <laughs> yeah. but perhaps we should introduce ourselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin, and this is Tom. Uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Spreaker. Oh, for Kevin, thank you. <laughs> Uh, while you're there, you should subscribe. That way, you never miss an episode. Just a good way to stay on top of things, and then that way, maybe maybe you're a week to week person where you're like, I don't care about that movie. I'm not going to listen. But this way, you don't have to remember. You can open it up and say, Don't care. Oh, I care about that one. Now I'll listen. But it's there for you, waiting. Have I sold you? But me, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm well, signing up right yeah, now. Let's, let's do it. I'll listen to these. Awesome. So uh, also, uh, don't forget, you can find us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash real spoilers while you're there. You can join the League of Show Sharers. People who were kind enough to join the league this week Librarian Cynthia, Susan Carlson, Travis T. Witt, Chris Sanders, Griffin Fox Smith, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Brent Smith, Chris Williams, Dylan A. Lang, Julianne Jordan, Tammy Sherman Powers, Ron Johnson, Jason Weesey, Chris Magic Man, Aaron Marlowe, Timmy Tuzunes, Gabriel Lugo, Lane Levanway, Ralph Tribble, Laura Connolly Quiddick, and Brad Hyen. So uh, if you would like to have your name added to that list, it's real simple. Just go to Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers, find the most recent episode, and just click share. Bloop, bloop. That's simple. And, of course, our Patreon account, patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where for five bucks a month you get all sorts of bonus content and the joy of knowing you helped us out. And sometimes you even get uh, episodes a full (laughs) year in advance of when they come out, (laughs) like our Scream episode. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I do so many of these damn things. I know that I forgot that we How? talked. About and I it. wasn't I wasn't on it. So I you know so it's like I completely forgot that we talked about it. Yeah, and my it was, and my memory is so bad too that like if Joe's like let's do scream, I'm like okay, sure. <laughs> if you tell me next year, I'll probably be like okay. Yeah, well, we got we should say 
if we do, it, it just needs to be four. <laughs> like, that's what we should do. Oh. We say that we, now. I but say that now. But like, let's, do, let's do Scream. All right. right. I just think we, we can do it each year and just add another that's cast member. So next year we'll do it with Dan, and then we'll do it with Blake. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So, but I mean, if, if this entices you, if you sign up for Patreon, you can go listen to an entirely different Scream episode <laughs> that different. we forgot we recorded. <laughs> It'd be funny if on that one you're like, this movie is this awful. sucks. What an it awful. It doesn't hold up at well, all. Joe was still drunk back then. I ah. was not. Let's not <laughs> No, we know that. exactly. Know. Yeah, the exact day I got sober. I Let's know. not get him served again. <laughs> Please. Good Lord. In court, like, all right, I'll tell that story. So... Uh, everything is falling apart yeah. around me at this oh. point. Uh, I'm sitting in my courtroom full of people and in walks. So at the the sheriff's department where I work, they had an outside service unit and they would serve papers. Like, yeah. That's what they did. They would serve uh, divorce papers, anything, anything like that. So I'm sitting there doing my job on a Monday morning. We had a docket, probably 300 plus people uh, in the courtroom. And here comes a guy that I know in outside service. And I'm looking at him, and I know what's in his hand. And he was—he walks like in the middle of court, and puts them on my desk. And he was like, "I'm really sorry." And I was like, "You couldn't wait until I was until like lunchtime, where I didn't." Oh, he have, knew where to find you. Yeah, he knew exactly. Yeah, he knew. be pulling some sneaky hiding in bushes <laughs> yeah. and stuff. And I, I, I texted uh, my wife, and I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like now here, you're gonna do this to me now and here?" And she was just like. What? I didn't I no, I didn't they I told them specifically don't do it while he's in court. It's like, well, they did it while I was in court. Yeah, they don't care. No, they don't. They care. just do it when they well, do she it. She was yeah. trying to make it speedy for you, not make two trips. You just walk over to the <laughs> I judge. Like, can, I just, can I just walk up to the yeah. the office? Like that's all it's it's seven floors yeah. up. I know where it is. <laughs> I had a private investigator track her down to a meth trailer. Oh my god. And serve her right there. That's oh, pretty geez. great. Yeah. So. I like my story better. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Mine. Well, we both had happy endings. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, do we? Uh, do we have news? We do. What do we Kevin's have to talk about? Baby. That's as far as I don't know that that's movie news. No, it's not. Well, well I don't know. If they have, did you, I'll sell the rights. Did you, I was like, wait, you, did you film it? I mean, oh. <laughs> I got to go got, back and figure out you, which one. I guess we know what our next Halloween special is going to be. So, well, it is an anthology of sorts. So yeah, um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the Irishman is on constant news uh, generating. Yeah, what's service. going on there? Well, so here's the latest deal. So Scorsese finally isn't the one making the headlines, but his movie is. And so uh, the someone that's uh, part of the National Theater Owners Association, the one that lobbies for theaters, is okay. now mad at Netflix for only doing a limited release sure. of the Irishman because you know they could make a bunch of money so- out of. But didn't a bunch of studios pass on it? Yeah, they all did. They all- so how is that Scorsese's fault? Right. That's that's the and that's the but, debate. Oh, okay. It's not <laughs> Scorsese's fault, but they don't like the Netflix business model that they're making these big prestige pictures and then basically not putting them in theaters or just putting them in theaters long enough to, to make to make them Oscar contenders and then throwing them right on their streaming service. So let me read this so we can get the full statement and then we can discuss here. But. Uh, it's a disgrace, the New York Times oh, quoted God. John Fithian of the National Association of Theater Owners saying uh, in a statement, he said, they sent a signal to filmmakers that even if you're Martin Scorsese, you won't get the wide theatrical release you want through Netflix. I mean, that's kind of odd. It's like, I think he n- knew when he signed up with Netflix how that fair. works. Yeah, but I don't I don't know that he did. I mean, may- really? maybe he did. But I mean, I remember with uh, uh, 
Alfonso Caron. Uh, oh yeah, he, what did like, he do? He did what was the one? Roma. Roma there Roma. we go. And uh, I know that he was frustrated because he thought it was going to get a wider theatrical release, and then there was some back and forth, and it, it finally did. But initially, they were going to roll it out in a very similar way. It was going to play in theater for like you know in two cities for th- for a week, so they could say it re- was released theatrically, and then it was going to open on you know launch on their how platform. Much, uh, so I guess the question is, how much a did it cost? Like how much did the Irishman cost? One hundred and sixty yeah, I mean, it was, million. Yeah, it was okay. a, so it was a very expensive movie, especially for the type of movie it is. Right. So do you like in in this playing the devil's advocate? Do you? Think I don't this, think Scorsese directed that, did he? No, unfortunately, oh. which is also <laughs> I was a insane movie. Just because yeah. Pacino's <laughs> in it doesn't. Yes. Yeah. Um. How do you think it could it could bring in one hundred and sixty million in theaters? Do you think it has that kind of I think, yeah, I do. I think, especially if it's getting good critical acclaim, which it sure. seems to be, yeah. if you're talking the guy who directed Goodfellas reuniting with the cast of Goodfellas sure. to make sure. another gangster movie, yeah. like, I, I think it could I think it could perform very similar to how Once Upon a Time in Hollywood did. And, That's and it very well could, but let's, let's just talk about facts here. Every studio passed on this right. movie. No, Netflix totally. put up $160 million. They can do whatever the hell they want with this movie. I, so, like, I, National I, Theater I, Guy can't be like, I mean. Well, sure he can because he wants to protect his theater business. Yeah. He has every right to be upset no, he about can, it. But it's but, like your argument but, really isn't valid. Like, Netflix can do whatever they want. Well, and nobody's saying that they can't, but they're saying they shouldn't. He's not saying go arrest them. He's I saying don't, I don't he's know. saying and I the problem I have with it is I don't care if that's how they want if if they want to spend all this money to put on their streaming platform where I get frustrated is this game they play where we're going to put in theaters for a week and so we can be, still be eligible for an Oscar but it's never going to really play in a theater for the general public. And to me that is BS. You didn't that you you're I mean those are their rules and you're playing within their rules but I think the academy should change their rules so people can't do and that say anymore. what and say that it needs to ha- you know that have it like ne- an actual release and he's yeah that it's like that rule was written before st- you know streaming platforms were a thing and so that was a fair rule back then and that rule was originally intended to be inclusive right oh, you could sure. make a small film that didn't get a wide release and it could still trigger awards and then maybe your movie would succeed because you got all this war it wasn't designed some- it wasn't designed as a way for a multi-billion dollar company to skirt the rules and drive traffic away from theaters that makes sense and, i get that and the and the academy is supposed to be about the film industry and movie theaters, yeah. and and so that's what they're ostensibly there for, and there and and this rule is now being circumvented, kind be, of. yeah, or being flipped on its head yeah. to allow them to basically say to dip their toe into the world of theater so they can trigger Oscar buzz and then immediately run back to their to their streaming platform. And the other problem is the studios can't do that, right? Like the, if the like every time a studio wants to shorten that window. That you know that oh. the the window from theatrical release to home video, the studios poop themselves and right. throw a fit. But Netflix doesn't care, and so, so they don't have to worry about and it. And so they don't have that same leverage. And studios are realizing that you know if this is working for if this continues to work for Netflix and they continue to allow Netflix to do this, well now Disney has Disney Plus and Warner Brothers is going to have HBO you know, Max. HBO Max. Which and is weird. Why do they call it that? I don't know. That's but, weird. Uh, 
and what's the difference? Their biggest brand. And what's the difference between that and HBO H- Go? Or is HBO Go going away? Well, like oh, so I don't. That's my. That's just a, off on a little tangent. Yeah. So they've got the DC Universe app. That's got to be going away. It has to be that because insiders say it is when, because when they're you... making DC shows <laughs> for HBO yeah. Max. I know like, when, they, when they announced Green Lantern and, Ad, and Strange Adventures and a second season right. of Watchmen, it's like I feel like the and then they I think. Uh, Doom Patrol gets a second season on HBO Max, so it's just like just kill the thing and call they it are. a day. Yeah, the people on the inside say that's their plan is to roll it all Good, in because that was not a great app. Yeah, no, I mean, but but it doesn't make any sense. I mean, that came out before they had the plan to do all this, and, right? But they, uh, I mean, the, do you think, but do you think HBO is a bigger brand than Warner Brothers? I mean, they have a lot of popular shows. I think yeah. that I think with the amount of people who watch Game of Thrones and all this stuff, and they know the name HBO Westworld, and, and I think and, HBO has a uh, most studios don't have ki- kind of a a pedigree like they make a lot of movies some are good some are bad but like if you say i'm gonna go see a disney movie you know exactly what you're getting right right Right? if you say i'm gonna go see a warner brothers movie and you see it with 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 record labels right if you say oh i bought the latest release from interscope records who is it people like what i don't know what that means but if you said oh i love the music of motown like you know exactly what that That's means, fair. That's or fair. or and death then row. Uh, yeah, death row, sub pop, like yeah. right, like there's you know, but um, but most movie studios don't have that kind of like that you know where HBO is kind of known for its excellence, their quality, their, yeah. their you know That's even fair. even though they don't necessarily have one genre in which they work, they've really established that prestige television lives on HBO. Yeah, that and, makes sense, and so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes it's sense. Big, I guess that, it's a I, big when, you brand. It, when you put it that way, though. Yeah. Yeah. When you yeah. say it's a new show on HBO, you kind of know that, like, well, they have made enough great shows. Where... You you know that there's you should pay attention because yeah. even though you might not like everything you've made, they've had enough hits right. that you're like, okay, I should probably at least give it a look. Give it a look to see. I was not gonna watch. I was not gonna watch Watchmen. It's great. Uh, yeah, dude. I, 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 I'm sorry. I dude. told you it's insane. Like it's, it's good. It is. Past Watchmen, yeah, like that. It's set after Watchmen. It's so a it's, sequel to the. So it's not like novel. you. It's not like you're. They're messing with the the twelve issue stuff. Right, like it's stuff. It's right. after it's a the sequel fact. to yeah, which is weird because they did like a bunch of books. Well, I guess those were all. They're prequels. They were all prequels. Yeah, yeah it was before Watchmen. Yeah. I guess it's in the title. Right, it's <laughs> right there. It's but it's set what like twenty years later Something after like that. The, yeah. It's far in the future. But man, it's but great. It, but it's based on the book, right. not the movie. Because gotcha. like, there's a whole squid thing. Yeah. But I mean, the, the movie's pretty close. It's just except, for the, the, except end, for the squid. Except for the squid. But the ending is yeah. based on the book. But everything else, I mean, is pretty much the same. The ending is not based on the book. The ending of the Watchmen movie is cha- it has changed. That's what I'm saying. The show is based on oh, the yeah, ending yeah, yeah. of the I'm book. The, yes, yes, yes. I'm Every, sorry. But everything else is the same. Like that movie's so close, right. but the ending's the big one. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I watched the first episode. And I told Joe, I'm like, Watchmen's great, and he's like, Really? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> I was anti- I was just because I was like, What is going? On? I don't know what's happening. It's, <laughs> it's so good, and I mean, you know, and just I mean, I know that we give lost a lot of crap, and that's definitely because you know it started to unravel as it went to right. the end. But you remember how great of a show Lost oh, it was. was, and this is Damon Lindelof. And they're doing a lot of the time, you know, you don't, you question the time, time and yeah. are there, you know, like uh, you, you, there's a lot of questions. And yes. so hopefully this one will answer them and wrap them up better than <laughs> well, he's learned his but, lesson. Yes, I, think, yeah. I think given that he has less episodes than, you know, I feel like there's probably a story in place hopefully. rather than lost. Yeah. We're just like, what are we doing? What? Hopefully. What's happening this, but, this season? But I mean, lost was one of the greatest, greatest viewing experiences until it ended. I mean, that yeah. was a 
great watch. I mean, from episode to episode. You didn't like the fact season. that it was, it was all because of a magic puddle? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that make me mad about I just that heard show. Dan groan. Yeah. yeah. Dan groan <laughs> yeah. Dan groan yeah. So, so, but anyway, I, I, I agree with the theater people. Like, it, it, I don't think you should be, you should be able to do both. Like, I, I, I don't, and I get frustrated that Netflix will take half their stuff and go, oh, this is TV, it should be an Emmy, and they'll take the other half and go, oh, no, this is a movie, it should be up for an Oscar. Sure. Why? What's the difference? Because it was in theater for 45 minutes? Like, I just, that just seems like BS to me. That wasn't really theatrical, and they, and there's no barrier to entry for them. They're not a small independent studio that couldn't get a theatrical release for this new Eddie Murphy movie that everybody loves, oh. or this new Martin Scorsese movie that everybody loves, or this new Alfonso Cuaron movie that everybody loves. Like, they, they, uh, they, they just are choosing not to. But you know they're doing. I the the problem I have, and, and I I feel like these are two separate conversations. Like maybe they need to pin down the rules for awards, the award Emmy versus Oscar thing. Yes, I agree that's confusing, and they're trying to play to get as most the awards they can by playing in these rules. And yeah, that's a little messy. But my point is like Netflix is a streaming service. That's their thing, and so they don't want to put movies in theaters. When they do, it confuses people as to what the like people know that they pay for Netflix. They yeah. get it right. But they they, but if they don't want to put movies in theaters, then they're not making feature films, and they shouldn't be but eligible. They are. They're doing but they shouldn't follow, be eligible for Oscars. They're following the rules, right? And, and, they and have to change they, the rules. They, they, need, to, Netflix they need to change. Right? The, they need to change the yeah. rules. But that's a yeah. different conversation. Yeah. I'm just saying but, that like Netflix is streaming, and if they follow the rules to get an Oscar, and they get an Oscar, they followed the rules talk to the academy it's yeah. a different theater, but they're but they're you know. exploiting the rules they know damn good and well what they're doing and so like i like i i don't find it clever i find it irritating yeah like i, I, can, I can appreciate that like i i get what you're but i mean in they are fo- for now they are following the rules if you were yeah. a business is, guy you wouldn't be like let me do all this work and change oh, your business yeah. model be, to like do some moral high ground thing you'd be like but, okay but, we'll follow the but rules then they and... try to take the moral high ground of like clutching their pearls but what what we're just following like we don't understand <laughs> why you're yeah, upset like yeah. like you know like no that's I, you, yeah i do agree like yeah. from from your argument the theater guy like if they're leaving money on the table i do agree like digital distribution's easy yeah like they're only splitting money that's there like if they don't put it out there there's no money to split for anyone right so, I do agree that if people want to see this in the theaters and they may end up doing it after the release after Oscar buzz like Roma how it expanded even right. after the first of the year um, so I agree though that if people want to see it and why not put it out there if it doesn't do well pull it but I do think they should put it out there just yeah. why not but I think it's just like I think they're just trying not to confuse their brand that's my understanding is they're just like we're a streaming platform I and, you know. and but I, I to me that is just them being that's too cute to be plausible yeah. because if you don't want to confuse your brand then don't try to get oscars because but movies, because, because, because films, but to the average person an oscar the difference is oscars are movies that get released in theaters if hbo makes a you know you know makes a uh, two-hour oh, movie Emmy, right. they're going to be yeah. up for an emmy yeah that's fair that's true but has hbo haven't they done the uh, didn't they do all the 30 for 30 correct me if i'm wrong oj Thir- thing or some, 30 they for played 30 something. is espn Okay, but yeah. the OJ thing, didn't they release a movie in theaters even though it was super long so it could get a documentary Oscar? 
Uh, Remember this? That, HBO has I done it. it does but I, but a lot of their documentaries, though, begin life as theatrical releases, and they pick up. It's just... But not this one. This one was like they produced it for HBO, but then they made people... Was like the, They played an eight-hour-long OJ thing or whatever, so they'd be eligible for an Oscar for documentary. Oh, I think it was the Michael Jackson one, Finding Neverland. Yes, was it? Finding Neverland. One but, of those. but again, that was a, that Finding Neverland, I don't think, was produced by HBO. I think most of those documentaries, they end up... Yeah, they, they bought it. They buy them, yeah. and then... So so like there is some sort of it begins life as this theatrical thing, but there really isn't much demand to see documentaries in theaters. Right. And so while it does get some screenings, they typically yeah. end up picking them. CNN is doing this; it does something similar. Oh, except oh, really? theirs are actually produced, I believe. Gotcha. But they're but they've made some interesting documentaries, but they're also they're very formulaic. I think, especially like. Um, if you watch like Love Gilda and then the Linda Ronstadt one, and when you can just kind of see they're very, and they're all exactly like ninety minutes, so they can put their commercials in when it airs in a two-hour block. Oh, sure, like sure, it, sure. it's very like formulaic. Well, I'll precise. tell you what, that Free Solo movie though, I mean that was an amazing documentary to see in theaters. Yeah, like I bet. like obviously I, I know what you're saying. Like you don't need to see most of them, but sure. seeing Free Solo on IMAX, yeah, I bet. And, and especially not knowing the story, right. Like, edge of my seat like i didn't know if this dude was, was gonna die or was gonna <laughs> live i mean he's going to free solo the highest mountain that anyone's ever climbed and he's just like saying goodbye to everyone and like i, I may fall to my death and i'm know. sitting there right there with him and they're like zooming in with telephone lenses you know on this guy just climbing up a mountain like it was whenever amazing. i saw this stuff the commercials for that i can be like i all i could think was like well yeah what that guy's doing is hard but now let's talk about the cameraman. Yeah, right, right. right? Like he's doing the same thing with a camera. <laughs> with a camera. This guy, I mean, it's probably a GoPro, walking. but he's still got to stay focused on uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Like, to, to be fair, they do put safety harnesses and stuff <laughs> on the camera, guys. He's free soloing. Like that is the scariest thing I can't even imagine. But that was amazing. If you haven't seen Free Solo, I mean, I think it was on Hulu. It's been, you know, I don't know how long the window was or if it lives somewhere permanently, but man great documentary yeah. and if you haven't seen it and don't know the story do not read anything about it because it's it's a ride to watch this guy what he attempts to do and no thank you oh man it was crazy so too, too much yep so all right well uh i don't any other news joe no, I, no I don't think, think so i think i'm pretty, good so chill week. Uh, okay, we should cool. pr- probably uh turn our eyes to the box office kevin has his abacus at the ready kevin oh sure why not so terminator dark fate the the third but no. six yeah but six no wait Oh, yeah, that's six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. And then a TV show. And then a, TV show. And a yeah. breakfast cereal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Cartoon. Well, there are a lot. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of a video floor games. cleaner. <laughs> Ice cream top. A Roomba that's, yeah. that's designed like the Terminators. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes to your kitchen. He's like, oh, I'll be back. The Roomba goes, goes back away. in time and prevents your floor from ever getting Correct. dirty. That, now, Correct. that's a great. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, he just. I'm come trademark. With, we need to like come with me if you want to clean. Lock that down, Joe. Start working on time travel Done. technology. We need to get that out there. Flux capacitor flexing. So this movie, which is a direct sequel to T two, the most beloved Terminator movie, uh, James Cameron's a producer involved. He finally got the rights back to make his Terminator movies again. This comes out twenty nine million dollar open I, weekend. I am shocked. I don't feel like there was any buzz about this movie. That's probably at all. You're not wrong. I mean, director of Deadpool, which was a huge hit. Yeah, you've got the people involved. You've got Linda Hamilton back. Right. You've got Arnold Schwarzenegger's back again. But he's he's only he's not always, made. He's, he's only not been back. He's only not been in one of them. Yeah. Which one? 
the 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 Christian Bale one. Nope, yeah. he's in it. That not really. <laughs> yeah. He's not in yeah, it. True. His face is, but he's not. But I just mean he. But I mean the original cast is back. I'm just saying people were like, "Oh, Arnold Schwarzenegger is back," and I'm like, "He's been in every one of these. <laughs> he never left. Yeah, he's been in all. I mean, almost yeah. at almost every one of them. But like this, it's more unusual for him to have not been in one right. than for him to have been in one. Right. The, I, the big draw to me was was Linda Hamilton. Like that's a. Oh, absolutely. I haven't seen Linda Hamilton in. Sure. I can't remember the last time. Beauty and the Beast. Chuck. Oh yeah, right on. She was on Chuck, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. So but, yeah, I don't know. I I think. I mean, we'll get into it next episode. But I have a feeling that people are like, "Fool me once, fool me twice." I mean, they me they're times. so burned by this franchise that they're like, even if this one is good, and we'll get into that, it's like people are like, "I just can't. I'm just it, not gonna I, do it." What is? The, I wonder what movie started this. Like, we're gonna go back to this one movie as our sequel, right? Like, Superman Returns did that. Like it, okay, it yeah, that's right. Three and four, right? Um, that's a pretty early one. I don't really remember them. Doing Halloween that. did it, right? Just goes, recently, just goes yeah. back to well, they did it twice. H two O goes back to oh, okay, Halloween two. Well, that's fair. And then so I guess H two O maybe. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. one of the earliest I can remember. Picks up like not, we're gonna disregard all these other yeah. ones and start here. So it's like an interesting trend that I, I like. You don't see it often. But you're seeing it more. I think more you're so. going to see it more because I think it's the easy answer. Like, oh, we made a sequel. Nobody cared. So right. if they don't, if the public doesn't remember it, why should we? And why should we try to follow this messy thing that didn't work for people? Like, yeah, go back no to kidding. the good one and try again. You're, yeah. You know, make yeah. A sequel. So it's just, it's, it's an interesting model that I wonder, like, what else you could do it with. But people refer to this as a beloved franchise, and I disagree. It's, it's two, got two good ones. It's two movies people like. Yeah. It's, that's not a franchise. No. Two movies is not a it's franchise. Not? I don't know. Well, so. it I is don't. a franchise, and there's two that people but, love. Oh, right, but it's, okay, but that the, the distinction is two movies does not a franchise make. The five movies they've made is a franchise, but it's not beloved. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there's, I agree. People I just love think two so of much, those movies. I just think there's so much love for the first two that people, I mean, that's why they keep making them. Right. right. They're trying to make another good one, but. I think there are stories to tell. I think that there are all kinds of, I mean, actually, I don't mind. I think I liked Salvation. I liked Salvation. I know I'm That's in the, the minority. That's the Christian Bale one, yeah. right? I think I saw yeah. that with Blake while uh, opening night, you know, and, and a couple other friends. And I remember everyone did not like it. And I liked it was Anton Yelkins in was it. Was it? Yeah, but I think it's the only one that's ever gone to the future to see what happens when okay. Skynet takes over. It's like a shame a, it wasn't interesting too. Yeah, well, maybe I that think, was. Uh, I think that plays Kyle Reese, right? Is he Kyle Reese? I think I, so. It's been a while now, but uh, I think that's a weird switch from Michael Bean to Anton Yelton. That's a weird. But it's an interesting. It's a really interesting. You know, instead of keep doing the same story over and over again, which we'll, again we'll get into it and what the sequels have done. It's like Salvation was actually like okay, so Skynet took over. All we've ever seen is a the same robot stepping on a skull for thirty right, years. Right, sure. Like <laughs> let, let's see what Skynet looks like in the Resistance fighters and Kyle Reese trying to fight Skynet. And it's I, I don't know. disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, I I like the idea of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, just didn't like w- what it actually was. Sam Worthington. Yeah, that's using that movie. So for kids that only know Jai <laughs> Courtney, he was Jai Courtney before Jai Courtney was. No, Sam Worthington was a Terminator. Oh, oh, what? oh! They have the same career path. Yeah, yeah. So he's the yes, Jai, yes, Jai yes. Courtney <laughs> took every Sam Worthington role. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, it's like they couldn't make him a thing, and somehow Jay Courtney just stays sticks around. Like he still pops up and all this stuff. Right, and right, like, right. What? How is that guy still around? Yeah. He's a uh, he's John McClane Jr. He is John McClane Jr. <laughs> and Boomerang, Captain Boomerang. Is he? Yeah. No. Yes. Wait, he was Boomerang. Yes. 
Why did I think it was Sam Worthington? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. For some reason, I thought it was someone else. No, I it's didn't Jack realize. Courtney. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's just it's interesting Shows how, you how they, much I rem- I've seen that yeah. movie once and I cannot stand. A- it's uh yeah I mean I don't know what happened there. Yeah. So we'll get into the movie next, uh, but obviously a huge disappointment for the franchise and especially with the original cast returning and James Cameron being involved. And I mean I don't know what they're going to do with this thing next. I, I think, think they're, they're call it a day. Think they're done. Yep. You say that, but you know, let's I, just see how long it takes until someone goes, "Oh, Terminator franchise." I think if they're gonna, I think at this point, if they cross it over with something, if they're gonna do something with it, they have to completely start over, probably. Or you cross it over, you say Terminator versus Aliens, yeah, or Predator, Terminator RoboCop, Terminator RoboCop is I a mean, thing. That's, that's, that's yeah, yeah, the comic that's, books. Yeah. That's thing. why. Yeah. I mean, they haven't tried it yet, there's, and the RoboCop thing is who knows. <laughs> Remember they did that and then they tried to do another one. New Here Home we reboot. go. I got it. Yeah. Terminator versus Chappie. Yeah, because Neil Blomkamp was going to do, Robocop. do Robocop. Just and do his, Chappie and instead. This is three minutes long. <laughs> it's like Godzilla versus Bambi. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Done. Game over. So now on, well, I guess I'll have to go. So Box Office Mojo is bought by IMDb, and I guess they just don't show you anything anymore. So I, I haven't have... logged on, but I know that there's been lots of changes and people aren't happy. No, so I don't know what the budget is on this, so I'm not sure how easily I'm going to be able to give budgets. Obviously, we'll have to find a new way, but for now, uh, I'm going to presume it was like $120 million. I think it was 180 180 Jeez. Oh, yeah. well, okay. There you go. That's a massive loss. Well, $29 million isn't yeah. going to do it, buddy. No. I mean, I don't have to get my abacus out for that one. I'll just <laughs> but tell I you. bet it still does solid business overseas. It will, it will make some money, but yeah. I don't oh, know if it will actually. Recoup, I mean, you got to double. Yeah. you got to make 400 plus so. you gotta, I mean, Plus, you're going to have Dr. Sleep next week. I don't think that's especially. totally different. You don't yeah. think it's going to pull away from Terminator? I mean, domestically, yeah. maybe, yeah, 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 but I mean, not yeah. internationally. No, that's I think domestically, it already doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Like, oh, instead of making $15 million, we made $13 million. Yeah, sure. When it opens to 29, you're done. You're and done. That's people that went to see it saw it. It's going right. to have a, it's going to have a huge drop. There's, no, there's no need. For Wait, I'm trying to remember. I know we're not going to talk about the movie officially until next time, but uh, in terms of like, will it have a rebound in week two? Re- refresh myself. Does Hugh Jackman sing a song in this movie? Nope. Then no, it's not going to. <laughs> well, that's true. That's, yeah. that's the golden rule right there. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish Hugh Jackman was. I mean, I'm a huge Hugh Jackman fan. If he was in the Terminator movies. He's, he could be your John Connor in the future. Dude. Go back to the future, like we said, is a great storyline. Have him be John Connor. Yep. We got a movie, well, boys. Well, what? they can't do that. Why? We'll get into it on the next episode. <laughs> well, remember, they can sequel to T2. Well, who knows? It's they a can, time travel yeah, movie. They can do, yeah, they can right, do anything right, right. they want. But Hugh Jackman's interested? Okay. <laughs> we'll make it work. We don't have a story yet. We'll make it work. Don't worry. Coming in at number two, Joker. Talk about a movie making some money, though. Seriously, this just crossed the $900 million mark That's worldwide. Crazy. That's crazy. And you, know, and you know all of that violence they were worried about? You know what has, has actually spawned? People dancing on that goddamn staircase yeah oh, the people that live <laughs> there are it. not I, happy i don't blame them could you imagine like people take that to get to their jobs and stuff people you know because in new york not everyone has cars so they take those stairs to get up to the street to go to work or whatever and like it's just a total, <laughs> total tourist trap but yeah i mean this movie made 13 million in week five a 31 percent drop that's it that's crazy. 300 million domestically 600 plus overseas i we've said it before and i'll say it again it's like this movie is an art house movie that they applied the Joker 
you know, label to the, the lacquer. I mean, it, the, I mean the movie. St- I think. I mean, I know that the Joker makes it more interesting, and you can debate that. But I just mean the movie is solid. Like it's not really a DC movie, right? Like I mean, they tell a story that's very removed. It's like they throw Bruce Wayne in there, but you could tell the story. There's no superheroes. There's no established Batman. I guess Batman's not around yet. So right. you know, it's about a guy. It's a character study, and Joaquin Phoenix does an amazing job, and it follows him. And they put Joker on there and make him into a character you know and. I mean, I think they tricked everybody into seeing an art house movie mm-hmm. and that would have not seen it. Not everybody, but obviously 900 million worth. Yeah. Uh, and it's a great movie. And it's not like to say like they tricked them and they hated it. Like people love the movie that are seeing it. But my point is like, I don't think people would have necessarily given this a chance had it not been no, called Joker. I don't yeah. Think so. But I also don't think they would have liked it as much because it wouldn't have had the payoff mm-hmm. That this movie does Sure oh, no it, Right that's, that's the I mean yeah. totally The argument is With this With Joker And the way it leads Into the Batman mythology Totally They executed it Very well But uh, yeah I, I think it's amazing That this type of movie it, it, You know That kind of fell backwards into being a DC movie is right. making 900 million 900. worldwide and I think in maybe 5 weeks. This is I think maybe this is the model for DC moving forward if if they can figure out what the actual model is yeah, and the model what... isn't make more weird art house movies and call them superhero movies the the model is make don't have things interconnect but make inter- but give interesting takes right. on these established and, and heroes and then you could throw in your little you know, oh, I got to take the train to Gotham or, you know, there's, yeah. the, there's the this Wonder Woman, you know, this thing, this woman in D, in Washington, D.C. Or, you know, you could th- you know, like they do in the Avengers, like uh, the Marvel stuff is very uh, once they got past like the phase two, you could have characters showing up. But when right. you have Nick Fury walk in and talk about the Avengers initiative like it's a, it's it's what, like a two minute scene. Yeah. And it's all you need to, to to expand that world. I yeah I I think really what made Joker work so well though is how grounded it is. There are no superheroes in the movie, and so it's just it feels so gritty and realistic. Like nothing when you watch Joker, nothing was like like oh that's a comic book or a superhero type thing. Like it's just a it, this could exist in the real world. There's nothing yeah. that took you out of it. And I think as soon as you start saying, and I'm not saying it makes it a bad movie, but it makes it a different movie. Once you're like, oh, there's a woman flying around. Right. It, it makes it into a not grounded movie. It's a comic book movie then. I don't know. I kind of disagree. I mean, if you're, you don't even have to do that. You could have, you know, the Joker could be reading, I don't know, the uh, the Gotham Gazette. And it talks about, you know, a, the, <clears throat> like a flying man catches a, you catch a spaceship in Metropolis. But that, that right there, I think, just made it a completely. Yeah, oh, I don't think so at all. I, I do. Really I think it makes real, it. T- I don't think so at all. Again, think, it's I, not yeah. bad, but it's different. Like yeah. once you talk about a spaceship and a flying man, you're removing a guy getting beat up and shooting people on a subway. Like just real. Why? Because bat because Batman is very grounded. I mean, it, well, you're it, not saying that you're going to see Superman. You're just saying that like it's in this world. But if you're not, if you're not setting it up to 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 interact with that at some point that's fair what's what's the gain other yeah. than just like isn't this cute now you've introduced this stuff that that removes it from reality but like to thomas point batman they could even introduce him but batman can do anything i mean he's a rich guy there, yeah. there's no superpower right. batman's so. just really tough and i mean he's just a vigilante who who has a flair for fashion <laughs> you can ultimately always, you right can always no, ground yeah, yeah. and that's why christopher nolan movies those are so grounded yeah i mean for you know i mean obviously they go into some territory that is like wow it's definitely superhero it's a superhero movie no doubt but still like he's batman with his gadgets and it feels it, very 
I like I th- I I get what you're saying yeah. about the Batman movies, and I would even say it's superhero as much as it's action hero. Yeah, it's right. True, like yeah. nobody's truly like nobody's flying or yeah, shooting yeah. lasers out of eye. They're maybe they're maybe doing some some the action stunts and stuff are the, very the stunts are yeah. are like nobody's really going to do that in real life, but but they're still more like action movie stunts. It's not a guy throwing another guy through a building. Right. Yeah. yeah. It might be a guy throwing a guy through a window and then he gets up and, and fights right, back, which, right. which in real life he would probably have sliced yeah. his jugular <laughs> sure. and he'd be dead. Yeah. But um but so it's like but that's not superhero. Yeah. We've already kind of established in, in action movies yeah, right. that that's how that's going to play out. Yeah, they you know they like Joe said in previous episodes, they film in Chicago, so it is a real city. So when it looks like oh that could be a real city, not a comic book city, it's like yeah because it is. Like right. they don't change much. And um, but anyway, so we'll see what DC does. That's an interesting question. What will happen? It's with all their... going to HBO Max. That's what they're going to do. Well, not <laughs> well. It'll play in theater for a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. perfect. Hey, if that does it. So coming in number three, you've got Maleficent two that made twelve point four million at thirty six percent drop. So I guess around Halloween time, people still going to see that. Uh, Eighty four million dollars domestic on that one. I don't think I have a budget on it, but uh, you know, I don't know if eighty four million. Uh, again, this is just domestic, but for a Disney movie, I still think that was a disappointment. From uh, but Maleficent ended up making a billion dollars. Yeah, it was massive. Did, yeah. So uh, I have and the budget's one eighty five. Oh, 185. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's pretty big. So I have international so far is 229, 75 domestic. So, I mean, they're not quite double yet, but it looks like they can pretty easily get there. But, you know, they want to make a billion. If this makes 500 million compared to the billion the first made, that's that's a huge difference. Like, sure. They sure. made this for another billion. So I, I think it was a disappointment. And critically, it's not getting as uh, good of a reception. So uh, we'll see how that continues to drop. Coming in at number five is Zombieland Double Tap, the movie from a few weeks ago. That one had made another $2 million, so that is up to $53 million domestic. Uh, the Adams Family comes in at number six in week, uh, what week? Week four on that one. So um, I guess Halloween couldn't save that one, or people <laughs> who were seeing it were already out there seeing it. So um, number seven is Countdown, another movie uh, that we recently spoke Yikes. about. So, yeah, unfortunately, that one is only up to $13 million, which, I mean, for a horror movie, they don't usually have that big Depending a budget. On the bud- well, it, that's a, the Blumhouse doesn't give them a budget. Yeah, but this movie, I mean, Countdown, to me, didn't seem like it was... We say that, and they're like, oh, we had to spend five... Oh, Tom Segura. Tom was Segura got 50, fifty million. 50 million. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to they had to spend a hundred another hundred and fifty million to uh, figure out how to work that app. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So its budget was like six and a half billion dollars. Oh, oh okay. yeah, so that's they're reason, fine. That's reasonable. Yeah, it said it took a it took a forty six percent drop. So it uh, after the estimates this weekend, it's up to sixteen point seven million. So on that budget, yeah, I mean they're making money on it. So I guess what else could you ask for there? Uh, coming in at number eight, you have Black and Blue with three point nine million in week two. It's a fifty three percent drop. That's now up to fifteen million dollars. That got torn apart Did it? in reviews. Yeah, Did it? I, the trailer looked interesting. I thought it looked, I interesting thought it looked too. good. Yeah. Yeah. Every person that saw it, I've I've talked with, said it is just they missed the mark. Like the premise is interesting, yeah. but it is not good. So Yikes. guess Tyrese won't get that Oscar I this guess year. Not no. Sad day. Number nine, Motherless Brooklyn opened. Yeah, so that's anybody... unfortunate. Yeah, Edward Norton. Uh, wrote, Baldwin. directed, and starred in it. Uh, it has a pretty big cast. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of people in the movie, actually. Um, but $3 million. No, I did not get to that one. Uh, there is a review on ReviewSTL.com. Jason Weesey wrote that. Um, but go Tom, check did that you get out. To it? I did not. Okay. So, yeah. Um, and then rounding out of the top 10, I don't know how we missed this one, but Arctic Dogs. 
Is oh, that a, I know how we missed it. Is that a sequel to Rock Dog in, there, <laughs> in the Arctic now? I hope not. But uh, that one... Uh, made... How do you make Rock Dog cooler? <laughs> Put him in the Arctic. Yeah, there you go. We need Andre 3000 doing the theme song. <laughs> 2.8 million, though, opening for Arctic Dogs. Goo. So, Oops, uh, on a 50... On million, a fifty, on a fifty million dollar oh, budget, yeah. but is that, that's worse than Terminator? But now, so I'm looking at the distributor, and it says Entertainment Studios Motion Pictures. I'm not familiar with that. Is <laughs> that's that a, a new one? Is that an American <laughs> company, or is this one of those overseas releases that makes a ton, and then they're like, put it in America, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, for a free? I don't know. That that company just sounds just it just has. It might as well just call it Tax Shelter Films. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Entertainment Studios Motion Pictures. Like, yeah, that's that's, uh, that's pretty bad. Their, I don't their, know. their logo is just in like Times New Roman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like there's no animation, it's just the it's just the logo. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think this one maybe had a smaller release window, so I apologize for skipping this one. Number four was actually Harriet with it opened to eleven point three million. So that got an A plus perfect cinema score. Oh, so wow. people going to see Harriet are really, really liking that movie. I heard it's very good. And uh, Who directed that? I don't know who it was released by focus. I'm not actually sure who directed it, but I know that, uh, there's, I guess a really good soundtrack for it. It's that Cynthia or Cassie lemons. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was, if I'm saying that right. I I don't know why I thought it was the gal who was directing the new gods, the Mm. new gods movie. Oh, I don't know. Uh, But, but duvet. Oh, uh, Ava. Is that who it is? Ava duvet. Duvet. Yeah, Ava DuVray. Yeah, I thought she was. I thought it was her. No, I no, it's not on this one. But it uh, uh, it stars Cynthia Erivo. Erivo, how do you say her last name? Um, as Harriet, but she she's a singer, I guess, and she does uh, an original song on the soundtrack, or maybe I don't know if it's a couple songs, but I know the song has been very popular. So, but people are are saying the movie's really good. So, uh, that's one I'm hopefully I'll be able to get a chance to go see. So. But that's the box office. You know, we should probably point out yeah. just in the limited release, there's actually some people scooping up pretty good money there. That not enough to crack the top ten, but Parasite. Oh yeah, makes What's that. I don't even know. But yeah, oh. that's the, the guy that uh, you guys probably would have seen. Uh, uh, what was the uh, Chris Evans uh, train movie? Oh, Snowpiercer. 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 Yeah. It's, it's Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, the, he, he 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 directed that. Uh, he did. He uh, what was the monster movie? Um, was it just called Monster? No, it wasn't monster. Now I'm got got to look it up. But uh, he, yeah. but whatever that other monster movie is, a Korean director. He's uh, done three, and they're all spectacular. Yeah, he's he makes really good movies, and so uh, Parasite is out uh, in limited release right now. Uh, it it comes out here, I think, next week. But uh, yeah, people are raving about that, that movie. Uh, and then that, coming in just below that is Jojo Rabbit, which I definitely I, I I'm excited see. for that. I yeah. I do too. It came out this. It isn't a at least one theater, maybe a couple theaters around here in the art house and uh, Ronnie's for people that live here will know it's there. Um, and I haven't had a chance to see it, but it looks hilarious and it's it is really getting, good. I okay. saw it. Oh good. Yeah. It's getting great critical yeah. reviews. So I'm, did he I, direct that and write it? Yes. Taika? Taika? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And did absolutely and no research to play Hitler. <laughs> Plays Hitler. Yeah. He just, he just was like, I'm just going to play him as goofy and whatever. Like he did no, he That's didn't want to do any like yeah, research. Yeah. I don't know. You can't really. I don't think it would work if he did. I know you haven't seen it yet, but I, yeah. I think that's kind of what makes it work. And, and I think it makes sense that it's not at all yeah. based on Hitler because it's, this kid's imaginary friend that kid doesn't didn't do any research on right, Hitler, right, right. Yeah, other no. than living in the you know under his regime yeah but, you know so makes sense I think so. it makes sense i there's and there's a huge cast in that movie and yeah I'm, I'm excited to see it it looks it's supposed to be hilarious for everyone i'm glad to hear from you that it's yeah. good so. is it is it funny or is it like 
like very dry humor like what's the no it's it's funny and and sad and poignant and and does all those things and still has this kind of weird fantasy element going on and kind of surreal at times and but and but like i i thought everything about it worked okay like i I liked it a lot i'm glad it's doing well limited and hopefully it will roll out to more theaters i'd like to see it at you know i've got the amc a-list thing where i can see the movies for pay for it well, he oh, did pay for I it. That's true. He's got yeah, the A-list thing. Yeah, I would like that to use what I. It. Yeah, I would like yeah. to use what I pay for monthly. Uh, also, Ronnie's is thirty minutes away each way. It's like yeah. I'd like to go up to AMC and see it. So you know, with the success of it and people saying good things, hopefully it will roll out to more theaters and more people will see it. So we go. that is the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin, and thank you for your help, Tom. Oh, no problem. That's what I'm here for. It's all about teamwork. Yeah. Just don't ask me to babysit. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I guess that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, you like the page, join the, the League of Show Shares, and maybe even leave a review. Why not? And uh, also, uh, don't forget, you can get us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And, of course, check us out on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. Five bucks a month. It uh, it gets you all sorts of bonus content and you get to help us out and that's that's not a bad thing either so that's it for this one coming up on the next one we will tackle terminator dark fate until then you've been warned when they start to kill me run we gotta move if we don't win this one it's all over When we're done, I am going to kill you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.